Humans are feeling people first and thinking people second. Spend some time growing by yourself. That's something that actually like bothers me a lot. That's one of the problems with procrastination. Oh dang, I didn't know that's how it was perceived. One thing that I learned from that day. I'm like especially, especially guilty of it. People hate change that they didn't decide on. All right, we'll let Karosh go first. Karosh, how you been? I talked to three people and two of them touched on exactly the same thing. That was, I don't give myself enough credit. I have to like uh, put more time to just improve on myself rather than beating myself up, but not doing anything for it. And also I sometimes sacrifice my own like interests just to like satisfy others that like I get discouraged by rejection. Yeah, that last one's a hard one. Like, let's say I'm like applying for an internship or something ahead of time. I try and really think through, okay, like, okay, there's a solid chance I don't get this. And if I don't get it, will I still feel like this was a good use of time? You know, will I still have learned something through it? If you frame all of your success in life around learning and around growing, it's pretty hard to fail. It's interesting that they talk about maybe you being too nice to people and I think that's something that just as you get older you kind of know more about what you want what you don't want what's acceptable and what's not acceptable you're able to handle it better if you have that naturally like really nice energy people want to be around you like it's about making sure that people aren't kind of taking advantage of that right especially when people are like Krosh is super nice and he like doesn't like to say no sometimes people will like be like oh that's really good because he'll do whatever right but also you have like really big goals and a lot of ambition it's prioritizing the things that you really want want to to do i have a, a a weakness of like my personality is dependent on the other people around me and i value myself on surrounding myself with really typically positive and good people that are better in different environments than i am more strengths in areas that i'm not good at because like i feed off of their energy a lot so, like i'm like oftentimes no a product of my yeah. environment and that shifts a lot but that's also kind of like a weakness because like I, I need to be careful on who i surround myself with and but i, I need to also kind of focus on whatever i'm doing is not because of other people's decisions. I just had a conversation with my dad and uh, my dad probably was the most impactful one by saying like, well, there's one of your problems, Nick. You're calling me at 5.10 before your 5.30 meeting where you've had three days to call me and you hadn't done it yet. And either lack of planning or can, or procrastination has led you to this. Figure out some sort of way to stop yourself from leaving something to the last time you can do it, which is something everyone's working on, but I'm like especially, especially guilty of. It. That's one of the problems with procrastination, doing it for the sake of doing it rather than doing it to learn something out of it. And the other thing was that my work effort and my energy will translate to a, a kind of like a half-assed job if I'm not passionate about something. If I, you know, am told to do something that I think is menial, if I find a shortcut, just kind of end up doing a half-assed job and getting a result, but maybe not the result that like I think is, you know, worth a hundred percent of me. Like what is something that makes you want to do something rather than putting it off? Probably we would be something that relates back to my why the reason that i would want to do it half-assedly would be because of the people that are surrounding me and their expectations of me i also feel like i get my value also from the accomplishment that they see that i've done just like a feeling that i'll get after of doing it there's a lot of things in life where I know that I should do them and I'm not going to immediately feel better, even though, you know, maybe years from now it'll pay off. And that's where I have to bring in some other form of accountability. I, one thing I do is I pull up my calendar and like put it on the calendar because then it's like more of a visceral, like, okay, I'm going to do this on Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Rather than just like, oh, I'll get it done before we see each other next time. It just helps me to really sit with it a little bit more and be aware of what I'm committing to on the front end. Anything else big from your from your dad or your friend? He mentioned, I thought it was interesting. And I think it's interesting for all of us to hear that humans are feeling people first and thinking people second.
important. People are always going to be passionately driven and emotionally driven before they are logically driven. For all of these, I think that it's a good like start to a conversation. Like I think that this was just an opening of a door to, you know, longer term, like getting feedback. Got a chance to talk to my brother. He said that like I come across as competitive. It is kind of a struggle. Have balanced competition without just like showing off or trying to like level up that's been one where i realized like oh dang i didn't know that's how it was perceived those are things i really need to be conscious about my uh team for taking a breath the content team they just uh, had a lot of good things to say so one thing that they talked about um that i really resonated with was they said that i have a lot of ideas like i have a lot of things that i have going on or want to do or want to share but something that I'm really lacking is clarity. That was one that I really need to like spend some time figuring out um, in different areas. Something that was really good feedback. They basically said like, hey, you talk about growth so much, but the only growing you're doing is when other people are watching, like spend some time growing by yourself, basically. So those were the three main ones. The thing that I've been struggling too is like the clarity aspect. It's so much easier to make those steps and goals and, and growth when you do have like a clear vision. That's something that actually like bothers me a lot. Is that like, I cannot trade that vision. Like having a powerful vision will empower the people to join it more. Cause then it's like, okay, this is more crystal clear of what it is. Maybe clarity and uncertainty are a little bit different, but even like, if you exactly know what you want to do, then your mind is only set on one specific pathway that you think it's going to work out rather than being curious about exploring different ways to approach something. Yeah, I'm still like learning myself and like we are like through this journey all together and like being transparent about that. That also brings that trust because otherwise people might be scared of giving you feedback because they're like, like he already has his um, mind set on one specific way that he wants to do something and like me giving my suggestion is, is basically me wasting my time and energy. The traditional quote is people hate change, but actually it's just people hate change that they didn't decide on. That's great. No, I appreciate that. One thing I wanted to share with you, Pogrep, I started keeping a list every single day of at least one thing that I learned from that day. I took this page out of Colby's book. I started doing a weekly intention. So I made one of them a weekly intention in bold to make sure it was going to be my, so you can see that how the weeks go like that. That's helped me to retain a lot more of the stuff I'm getting out of these books and these podcasts. It's good stuff, y'all. All right, I suppose it is my turn. First one was with my friend Gareth. She felt like I was a very active listener, very present in the conversation, felt a lot of just like overall integrity, felt like I respected her time. She said that she like perceived me as somebody who really wanted to make a change and was like very passionate about it and like impacting other people. But she was a little hazy on like how I was actually going to do it. And she like, wasn't really sure if like what I was saying was going to be possible or not. I asked her like, Hey, what's one action you I could take that would really impact me. That would be a positive thing. She said to me, Hey, put yourself into uncomfortable situations, go meet people, people from totally different cultures, totally different backgrounds, totally different social economic, everything, and try and learn from them. I haven't really gone out and done that. And that's always tough to hear. Like when you ask somebody for feedback and ask them for one thing to do, and then they feel like you're probably not going to do it. She also said that like when I was telling her about the LA trip, we, we talked a lot about like the emails and stuff back and forth. And Alex was like, giving me all these like really short responses. And I was like letting myself feel bad. Like he didn't care or something and all this stuff. I've struggled a lot this past year with like the two conflicting viewpoints. It was either like, Hey, when somebody gives you negative feedback or maybe just somebody does something negative to you, you either have to just like feel the emotions 
of it and just like feel really bad as a result. Or you have to just try and ignore the feelings and just like, don't even think about them, just like put them away. Right. And I thought those two things were mutually exclusive. Literally until my conversation with Gareth this morning, she's like, no, like feel the negative emotions, but disconnect them from actually impacting you. If you choose to take action based on somebody's feedback, then let that come from, from caring about yourself. Okay. And then I talked to Nick, some of the positive stuff he said, like, I'm just like, my personality is very welcoming. He also gave me positive feedback. He said, like, he feels like I'm really good at breaking down problems into smaller little bits, negative feedback. He said that sometimes I can steamroll a little bit, get in these situations where I have all this past experience that I'm building on and thinking like, oh no, we should just like do it this way. Like you guys are being dumb. Like, let's just do this. And uh, kind of steamroll over sometimes rather than really like digging into why is somebody saying a different thing? What is the why behind that, right? If somebody is saying that they don't want to do something, there's probably a deeper reason behind that. And that's what I should really ask about, not the actual thing that they're saying. And finally, talk to Emma. She just told me to make sure that there's somewhere kind of a line between, you know, work and, and life and make sure that people don't take advantage of the fact that I'm younger or the fact that I'm more like a lax manager, you know, more of the supporter. Don't take advantage of that and then slack off or not be as committed or just take advantage of the fact that we're like, very friendly over at Nine everybody's buddies and friends, and we go get drinks all the time and all that stuff to then not perform at work. Why don't we dive into some of this stuff about just reflecting on the entire thing? How do you feel after having gone through this process? The first thing that I would say is that I feel like this was a stepping stone of being more open to feedback and more willing to get feedback. The second thing, it felt a little bit like rushed for me. Like I was like, you know, it's a Tuesday. I'm like, oh crap, like I got to get something by Thursday. Just general feedback, trying to make sure that I'm taking the time to really value it versus just checking a box. After going through the process, I would say that I felt more connected with the people around me, that I really valued the feedback and valued the conversations that I was able to have. To be honest, this is not the most value I've taken for one of these. That's just because of the effort I put into it. Now, like actually like hearing you guys' uh, stuff and like how you actually initiate in the conversation of like be willing to ask like the actual strengths and weaknesses and have like conversations about that. I'm really interested in doing and implementing more. I'm curious to take it like a step further like this is just a good platform of like allowing the ideas just to start flourishing in my mind. I feel that I got a lot out of this because I'm a person that like, again, going back to that, I, I get my energy out of the people that I surround myself with. I'm very picky about how I want to interact with others in a way that I'm so sensitive about, oh, did like this thing that I said um, bother them or not? And like, it always bothers me so much, but I never speak up or ask them about it. This was like a gateway for me to open up myself. Overall, I, I learned a lot about this, yeah, through like learning what others think about me. Also, how I could improve based on my weaknesses that I maybe consciously didn't know about or didn't want to face before like having others telling you those gives you another reason to not second doubt yourself and actually go ahead and face those like fears or weaknesses for me i i feel proud of myself for for asking these people for feedback and proud of you guys for sure and for sharing the feedback and being so willing to and it's been really cool hanging out with you guys what could we do to implement these processes in our daily lives sharing when you something makes you take bring that to them and try to get more feedback on it and i would love to like be more willing to go into the deeper conversations and try to like promote that more i want to think about the why behind what people are saying 
I really want to be intentional about feeling like I'm an active participant in relationships, not just a bystander. That's been something I've been um, guilty of. Calling in something that has bothered me rather than just pushing it aside. This opportunity also gave the people that I talked to a good idea of that, like, what the reason that I'm doing this helped both me and them to establish a trust and go back to them and be like hey like i'm facing this problem or i did this i want your feedback on that or how do you think that i've changed over the past like few weeks having that trust that i can go back to them and hopefully give them some value in exchange as well really proud of everybody what you guys have been doing just excited to continue on this journey next big challenge team is going to be powerful intros how do we introduce ourselves individually to people you know when we're just meeting for coffee or whatever virtually phone call or at networking events like how do you go about in 20 seconds 60 seconds three minutes you know introducing you and your story and your why, getting people to be excited about talking to you. Appreciate everybody being willing to share and being part of the group, and we'll catch you again on the next one.